0: And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hi, everybody. Welcome once more to Greenlight Reviews. I'm Les Roberts.
1: I'm Ann Elder.
0: And today we're going to discuss a film called Killers. Okay. Ashton Kutcher and Katherine Heigl are two young, beautiful people. Mm-hmm. They meet in Nice, France. They fall in love and they get married. Three years later, and this is three years of marital bliss, they're living in a suburb in a beautiful home.
1: We would have no idea, by the way, what either person does for a living, how they have money, what their life is like. For the three years, they simply meet on a beach in Nice and get married, and then it's three years later, and that's the movie. Well, go ahead.
0: Well, that's not quite the movie, because after three years, for some reason that we haven't figured out yet, all their friends and acquaintances decide... To kill them. Yeah. So for the last two-thirds of the movie, everybody is taking shots at them or trying to run them down with cars or (laughs) bombing their home or what have you. And of course, neither of them get a scratch, which is because they're so beautiful. Would you scratch those faces? Not me.
1: No, I guess I wouldn't. Well, it turns out that Ashton Kutcher's character was a paid professional assassin who killed at least 14 people that he will own up to. Right. And now those people are wreaking revenge on him. Look, I looked at this movie and all I could say is Catherine Heigl has a killer smile, Ashton has killer abs, and I have a killer instinct. I'm going to annihilate the director, the writer, the producer, and every member of the cast who has subjected me to sit through this awful, terrible, demeaning lousy piece of filmmaking. There are few <laughs> movies less that leave me speechless. And this one really isn't one of them. I will find a way to come up and say something about this movie. I'm Don't sure worry you about will. that. However, poetically speaking, I am speechless that this movie was made.
0: Well, it's a very bad movie. It's a very bad movie because, number one, to go back to the old radio days, taint funny, McGee.
1: Well, it's not funny. It's not suspenseful. In truth, it's not worth talking about. It wasn't worth looking at. It's not really worth renting. I would say if you were on a desert island and that was the only film you were offered, start swimming. (laughs) Because this movie will offer you nothing, except you'll get a huge headache from it. You know, I want to talk about the casting here because okay. obviously somebody thought, well, let's put two of the most impossibly gorgeous people together and watch that chemistry happen, and we can probably throw them a lousy script, but because they're so gorgeous, then maybe the audience will buy it.
0: For me, they were gorgeous okay. for about five minutes. Yeah, They were, both of them. After that, I said, okay, do something for me, and they never did.
1: Well, Heigl has The beauty, I think, of one of those old fashioned movie stars. To me, she looks like a Vargas painting. Yes. But in the movie business, she would fall in the group headed up by Betty Grable or June Haver or even Loretta Young. She's got that gorgeous smile. Yes. She very well may be the most beautiful woman working in movies. There's no doubt about that. Close, anyway. She really is. But instead of taking on or learning her craft, which is to be kind of this generation's Meg Ryan, Miss Heichel keeps insisting that she is a skilled, brilliant comedian like Rosalind Russell, Catherine Hepburn, <laughs> and Lucille Ball. And what happens up on this screen is that you have a very amateurish approach to comedy or to the material. And that's delivered by someone who has not a scintilla of comedic sense. It's very, very hard to play funny. And she just doesn't have the chops for that. And it becomes so apparent.
0: It's very apparent. One of the other problems with this film, and there are many, is the script. Right. When they wind up killing everybody who's trying to kill them there are bodies all over the place yeah, they're left on the street they're left in their living room and nobody even acknowledges the fact toward the end of the film one of the women that they have shot is lying at the foot of the stairs in their living room and the two stars of this film <laughs> along with the parents of katherine heigl's character jen tom Selleck and Catherine O'Hara, sit down with the body four feet away and have a discussion about family trust.
1: Well, that's their concept, the writer's concept here, of that which is funny. They think that that makes killing people and the whole act of being an assassin amusing when you are that cold that you can sit down and have a cocktail while the bodies are close by lying there. You know, I want to talk, though, for a second before we move on about Ashton Kutcher because he's a producer of this movie and he is the co-star. You know. I keep waiting for Ashton Kutcher to mature. I think that he has the acting chops. I think he's got talent. But he always settles for these little capers that go nowhere. And as a result, he comes off looking like a jerk. He shouldn't. He's so much more than that. He's got what I call the legs to do comedy, as opposed to Miss Heigel. And you know what? I don't want to pick on her too much. It's not fair, because frankly, she is really hampered by terrible scripts. Yes. And... When you are not an accomplished comedian, you need all the help you can get. So that said, I think she'd be better off if, you know, she stuck with the drama for a while. But Ashton Kutcher knows comedy, and that's why he's a natural for this kind of a movie. But the script was so terrible, and his performance is, again, kind of lazy. So we don't really get to see what he can give us. And that's a shame, because he's had opportunity galore. And I want him one of these days to connect, because I think he's that good.
0: Well, I think he probably is that good. Tom Selleck is probably the only actor in this film who emerges from it with a scrap of his dignity left.
1: Well, he's stoic anyway, so... Yes,
0: he is very stoic.
1: (laughs) Talk about Catherine O'Hara for a moment. Oh, my gosh, I love this actress. What a shame.
0: She is just so terrific in everything. In this one, she plays Selleck's wife and Katherine Heigl's mother. She drinks too much. There is a scene where they're sitting around and she mixes a big pitcher of Bloody Mary's and then picks up the pitcher and drinks from it.
1: Why is that so-called funny when you see the mother of the bride in movie after movie after movie portrayed as over-the-hill lushes? It is demeaning. It's deplorable. It's the kind of writing that, again, is so lazy. I just want to shake my fist at these scripts and these writers and tell them, go back to the drawing board and come up with a fresh new idea. It's not great to have these women shown drinking in every single moving picture. It's ridiculous.
0: It is ridiculous. It is ridiculous to allow Catherine Heigl to react the way she does. Again, this is a lovely marriage she's in, and all of a sudden, somebody's trying to kill her, and she does nothing but scream. And finally, when the first assassin is killed by Ashton Kutcher, her reaction to that is kind of annoyance. Wow! Yeah. You know. Like she saw
1: a little mouse or something. Yes. You know, when you get mugging and emoting and frowning and overacting all the way around, it really shows that somebody doesn't have the background. They haven't had the training that allows them to do work like this and do it in a way that is subtle and entertaining and fascinating. I
0: have to blame a lot of this on Robert Luketic, who is the director. Yeah. Doesn't he know how to work with actors?
1: No, apparently not. You know,
0: I know of some good actors, and you do too. And, you know, we either know them personally or we know stories about them. And we could sit here for the next three hours and talk about how a director looked at an actor who was given a huge role to carry and take them aside and say, You're not very good. You've got to be better. You've got to do this. Or here's a trick. Yes, exactly.
1: And I don't think some of these directors who are trained in action and CGI and all those other technical elements that go into filmmaking have spent enough time learning the stanislavsky method and learn how to direct comedy. It's a very tricky thing, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's too bad. This movie certainly proves that these people haven't gone to school. So you know what? Enough talking about killers. I'm going to give this movie a big fat red light. No surprise there. Not a whiff of talent to be seen.
0: A very famous character actor who did a lot of comedy films i think it was edmund gwen oh yes who said on his deathbed Mm -hmm. dying is easy right comedy is tough (laughs) (laughs) and i guess this one is tough that's why everybody in it is dying and that's why i am also Anne, giving it a big fat red light two kind of angry red lights from Anne and myself for killers we will be back with another film very, very shortly. We hope, oh, we hope that it's better than this one. Until that time, I'm Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews joins us in wishing that we run into you and we all have a much better time at the movies
1: Mad Magazine. Advertising mascots, B movie posters, and cartoons.